Hello, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to the Originals After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're going to be breaking down Season 5, Episode 3, titled, bear with me guys, No Me Kipa, which means do not leave me. Klaus really, really doesn't want Elijah to leave him. We have this awesome, sexy new character. And guys, where the heck is Haley? We have a lot to talk about. It's going to be a good one, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, Hello. AfterBuzzers. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the Originals After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Sam Davidson. As you can see, Tiana and Roxy are no longer with us. I ate them for dinner. I am so sorry. Um, if, you're, if you're a fan of our After Show, it's an inside joke. But yes, they will be back. Don't worry. Don't be too upset. I have a great friend and another awesome host here at AfterBuzz who's a huge fan of the show, Drew Jones. Hi, guys. Thanks for being Thanks here. Thanks for having me. And she's going to take over Tiana's chat mistressing. Yes, talk for to For the week. So talk to her, welcome her with open arms. <laughs> uh, we were really excited, me, Tiana, and Roxy, for an Elijah-centric episode. Because, you know, did he just wake up one day and go, hmm, I want blood, right? We got answers. What did you think overall about the episode? First of all, Elijah's my favorite. So really? I was like, as soon as I was reading the caption, like, oh, it's going to be about Elijah, I was like, Thank you. Um, but it, it was nice to know what he's been up to this entire time because we, we've kind of seen what everyone else has been doing. So I'm glad that we finally saw a breakdown of what he's been up to. Me too. I got a little confused about where and when everything was. So mm-hmm. I watched it twice. I think I've mostly figured it out. You know, we have New York a little bit and then we have this town in France. All that good stuff. I thought it was great. I really liked that they kind of didn't give us any more questions. Mm-hmm. We already have enough questions. And we have answers. And Elijah, man, he deserves he deserves love and happiness, he right? Does. But it's just I was thinking too, strategically, I go, when could they ever get love and happiness? Would it be the afterlife? Because there's just no freaking way he's gonna have long term love and happiness. I don't know. That's just what I think. I'd love to know what you guys think in the chat as far as if this whole thing about him parting ways with the family is gonna last. So I love the scene, um, when we came back, the first scene, and he gets off the bus very confused and reminded me a lot of the Vampire Diaries. There was, I think, several scenes. It might have been a Stefan scene, or there was Damon scenes, too, where someone got off the bus and, you know, someone's trying to help them and they're just like, I need food. Elijah tries to get pork rinds from the vending machine, which I was like, dude, old Elijah would never eat that would crap. Would never. Never, never. And I hate it when their victims are nice. I think, too. I was actually worried that the bus driver was going to be the one to go. And I was like, you better close that door real quick, girl. Like, just go. Um, But I was bummed that it was the nice little gas attendant. But I also was wondering, like, how much of his... I didn't know at first how much of his memory had been wiped away. And I was like, you don't even remember that you're a vampire? Mm -hmm. Like, that's unfortunate. I mean, yeah, he's extremely confused. And he ends up killing this dude. And who's trying to help him. And there's a couple parallels. I'm interested to hear if you picked up on them. And maybe I'm crazy. I'm Jewish. I don't know a lot about Jesus. But I was... I There was two references to Jesus in this episode. Yeah. In regards to Elijah. So it was... The first one was when he gets in the guy's car, the truck that he steals from him after he murders him. And what is it? A Jesus bobblehead yeah. or... You know, there's this music. I love Jesus music. And then at the end, which we'll get to... 
as he's burning, he had his arms out like he was on the cross. Yeah. So, am no, I... No, I peeped that, too. I was wondering if it was kind of like um, the the concept of him being reborn and, like, you know, Jesus rose from the dead. Right. Or whatever. Which is Easter. Right? Yeah. So, I felt like it was, like, symbolic of, like, his, the rebirth of Elijah. The death of old, like, Elijah Michelson and the rebirth of, like, this new happy in love elijah yeah well let's talk about this woman that he meets antoinette she looks familiar to me but i'm not exactly sure why she just looks like a lot of the vampire diary booty calls that we've had throughout yeah. the years but she like has something special about her but i knew from the get-go that she recognized him you did because i wasn't sure at first and she did a few things along the way that no smart vampire that knew what an original was would do but do you think it kind of was a love at first sight thing? or And do you think that she really does have pure intentions? I mean, this is a seven-year span of time yeah. in this one episode. I think she does have pure intentions. I think she knew who he was, but instantly peeped that he obviously didn't know who he was. Right. And so that's why she was comfortable doing those things that, like, most vampires wouldn't do in front of an original. Because yeah. she was like, you don't know you're an original. Um. But I think she I think she has pure intentions. I think she's a purist. Like she's just very simple. She does the vampire life at the way that we've known it to be, like in the myths and whatnot. And she would have been great for Stefan. She would have been great for Stefan. Yeah. I but really I like, like it. I like her though. Yeah, and so this new Elijah, Elijah 2.0, he is different. Yeah. And I was reading an article online that because I said when it came back, the first episode of the fifth season, Elijah's voice sounds different. He sounds more American to me, and Julie Pleck did it on purpose, and so did um, so did the actor that plays Elijah, obviously, um, Daniel Gillies. He made his accent sound more American and less, less old-timey because he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. And he is just a completely different person, I think, and he has a little bit of Klaus in him. Also, his violent streak. Um, he decides he wants to take Antoinette on their first date. It kind of reminded me, you know those silent parties uh, yes, where right. people put headphones on? Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that for some reason, even though it wasn't silent, but the secret was is that when it's time to go, you know, you just go to town. Yeah. It definitely was, yeah, I definitely see that comparison. It was weird because I just don't think that's so not Elijah, you know? He was always so, like, very well put together and old-fashioned. and per- Like, even when he was, like changing his clothes and everything after he'd killed the his first like victim mm-hmm. he like folded everything and i was like okay he's still a little bit of yeah. elijah because even when someone's memory is wiped they still have habits that are within them and i think him being able to control his bloodlust technically speaking he's not a new vampire at yeah. all so he will feed but he sh- isn't exactly having a hard time with losing control even though the kind of immaturity, it's like a teenage vampire, you know, oh, let's go to a techno bleeder den. That's what it was, a techno bleeder den. Um, and, you know, she didn't like it. It's not her way of life. I'm interested to know how long she's been alive or dead. Yeah, because she's, it's definitely been over 100 years because she's, she references things that like, where like the recipe for that bread she was talking about that's over 100 years old and she kind of talked about it in a way almost as if she knew where it like originated yeah like she was there for it 
Um, and she talks about like getting stoned in mm-hmm. her village, and I'm like, okay, it's been a minute since people have done that. So. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, but. Then what was she? Why did she get stoned? I still want to know. I want to know more about her, and I'm interested if we'll ever see her again. Do you think we will? I hope so. Because we got to know this character extremely well, and, you know, she's very endearing and does it. And she, I love the idea of um, compelling a victim before Mm -hmm. hurting them. It's a really kind thing to do. Yeah, that's why I think that, above anything else, was what made me think she's not... She doesn't have, like, ill intentions. I think she really is just, like, a pure-hearted, like, this is the life that's been given to me. I'm no longer a part of this world, but I'm going to still try to, like... Like, people didn't do me the service of letting me die peacefully, so I'm going to at least do that for others. Yeah, you know, she wants to make the world a better place. And so does someone else that has an amazing podcast we'd love to talk to you about. Yes, if you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life, we've got a podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menudo's podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. That's tomorrow, guys. Conversations with Maria Menudo's features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know it was us who sent you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition. Check it out. Yes. I would definitely check it out. I think she could, you know, do some good work with poor Elijah there. Yeah, Elijah could definitely... He can use some help. Yeah. He definitely could. Um, so we have, we see Marcel come, and this is when I started to get confused as far as timeline goes. Is anything going on in the chat? What are the, what um, are, bad stuff? What are they of, saying? A lot of people like, um, Elijah, the new Elijah. The new so Elijah? Far. Yeah. All right. Elijah 2.0. I like him too, but I also, this is the last season of our show and I want him to be with his family. I agree. But Marcel finds him so there's a seven year span of time that elijah has been gone total when marcel finds him and he's in new york i'm just a little bit confused about what happened here so how far this so was this two years after he was gone was it very quickly after he was gone because i think when he returns to antoinette she said five something about five years i don't know do you know what i'm talking about yeah i was trying to figure out the timeline on that too maybe you guys in the chat can help us out with that it seemed like they met almost instantly after he he separated from marcel and like had his memory released or erased and it seemed like they were together for a, a minute and then he went off searching i don't know i really don't know the time i was trying to figure out how long they'd been together yeah, and I, it I was well. It wasn't very long, I don't think. So let us know in the comments, in the chat. And they're in New York at this point, and Marcel comes and says he's getting too close to hope to everything, and that he needs to leave immediately. And I'm still conf- I, I am because it was he with Rebecca at this point, obviously, and was he telling Rebecca he was going to go find Elijah? There's still a lot of questions, and I, I appreciate it at the end of the episode when they said certain amount of years later, or no, they said present day. They said present day, which made it a lot less confusing for me. But I 
love Marcel. I really do love him. And he tells him to leave. And then that's when this woman, Antoinette, decides this is too dangerous for her. But she did know. She knew what she was getting into. So it's just finally that she is like, these are originals. I need to run. And it's crap is hitting the fan. Even mm-hmm. though she knew it probably would, that the originals would come back for him, right? If she knew from the start. Yeah, I feel like she probably knew on some level, but I think when you're attracted to somebody, sometimes you don't care yeah. as much. And they just kind of have one of those instant, really strong connections. So I feel like she knew, but it was almost like she didn't care. But then once it like got there, she was like, ooh. Yeah, she's like, I'm just going to let Actually, you, you know, figure out yourself, <laughs> figure out who you are. And she leaves, and he does. He does a lot of research because Marcel says, Elijah after he finds him at the techno bleeder den just ripping everybody to shreds and uh he i don't know how he gets so much information off of the internet as far as elijah and vampire but you know let's let's just suspension yeah. suspension of disbelief there's vampire twitter yeah you know? exactly <laughs> we can't get too technical here because there are vampires so he figures out who he is, and he still decides to go find Antoinette. And she's very happy to see him. This is the bar, I believe, or the restaurant, wherever, that Elijah is found playing the piano at the beginning of this season mm-hmm. by Klaus. And timeline-wise, too, I'm a little bit confused when that was, as far as Klaus finding Elijah back in the day. Yeah. Because, I mean, it must have just been in between I think it was before this big showdown that we end up having um, with Antoinette and Elijah. So Elijah proposes with the most beautiful, beautiful ring. I loved it. And it was so sweet. And she goes to get champagne. Doesn't even feel like she has to say yes or no. And uh, Klaus is there. And so she knows right off the bat. Or does she know that this is Klaus? I think she knows he exists, but does she know that was him? Yeah, I don't think she, like, knew that that right there was Klaus. Yeah, or else she would not have challenged him. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like she's, I don't want to, she's not stupid, but she doesn't really have a big care, I feel, for her well-being because even so, she continues to challenge Klaus. So she goes back, he compels her, and she claims she's taking Vervain all the time. I feel like I'm finding loopholes in these um, rules again because mm-hmm. originals can compel anybody, vampire or not vampire, any yeah. kind of uh, mythical creature or whatever. I didn't really think that Vervain stopped them from doing that because they were originals and that trumps everything. Maybe I'm wrong, but... I feel like I remember... Kind of, um, Vervain. I feel like I remember Vervain being something that they because I felt like I feel like I remember, um, Stefan like getting himself to take it so that he could be immune to, um, Klaus like back in Vampire Diary days. Okay, yes, so back in well, because he did take Vervain for a specific reason and you know, he gave it to Elena, obviously. Let us know in the comments, let us know in the chat. It's been a minute since I've watched The Vampire Diary, so I'm like trying to remember, but I'm I think Vervain was also something that would help them as well. Yeah, and I mean, she for her to secretly be taking that, 
she obviously didn't know that Elijah knew his past as well. And I wonder if she was ever planning on breaking it to him. Yeah. Or just waiting for the big bad uh, hybrid to come. Yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily mad at her, though, if she never planned on telling him because he obviously didn't. I mean, like, he wanted to know in the beginning, but now he obviously didn't want to know. And he seems so happy. And, like, he even says when he's talking to Klaus about, like, you know, your brother, which is, it was very dramatic for him to refer to him as in, like, third person almost. Um, He's like, your brother is known for being miserable and, you know, constantly being your northern star and, like, taking care of you and stuff. And so I'm sure she probably knew that, too, and was like, he seems happy. I'm not going to rain on his parade. Yeah. I mean, what a catch, right? Fall in love, evil, original vampire. But she, it seems like they, they are a good match, and she um, she's very strong. And I love what she did with the piano. I just thought it was a really fun, mm-hmm. sweet, romantic, yet creepy part of the episode where she's trying to tell him what's going on as they're playing the piano. And yeah, I mean, the showdown, I think it was supposed to be heartbreaking. I was, I didn't exactly feel that bad for Klaus. I didn't either. I, The only person I was like nervous about this entire episode was Antoinette because I liked her a lot and Klaus does not care. Like Klaus will kill whoever he feels he needs to kill. Um, and so I was scared for him or for her because like there were a lot of moments there where he could have easily just real quick ripped her heart out. But as far as, like, the showdown between him and Elijah, I just, like, it didn't sell me. Yeah, you know, it's, you can't really have quite an opinion on your life, whether you're leaving it or not, if you can't remember what happened to you. And uh, Klaus throws in, you know, this is about Haley. We can't find her. My question is, why does he think finding Elijah is going to help find Haley? The closer they get together the more dangerous it is. I don't get why. Yeah, I don't really, I didn't really understand that either. Like what would bring, yeah, I don't, because I also feel like right now Elijah's kind of useless. He doesn't remember anything. If I was, if I had to go get another sibling, I'd go get like Rebecca. Yeah. Or even Cole. But I wouldn't go get Elijah because he doesn't remember anybody. Well, it's almost like Klaus just wanted emotional support or yeah. something. Yeah. And, I mean, snakes are already starting to come out as they get closer together. It's not going to help. And he can't remember anything. So why? I hope that they kind of clear that up because, in a way, I think it was a big plot mess up. Yeah. And I just don't want them to do. I loved the brother relationship on Vampire Diaries. Like how at the end of the day, Stefan. Yes. Like love for Damien is what like saved a day or whatever, rather than it being like. Stefan and Elena or Elena and Damien. Like, it was Stefan and Damon. Uh, Damien, I don't want it Damon. to be... Damon. That's the new name. Um, I just don't want it to be the same rundown for the originals. Yeah, well, I really did feel like they that is what they were going for in this, and eh, that, that's not really what this show is about. This show is more about family as a whole mm-hmm. and the group of family, and I get that these two brothers had something very special, but in my opinion, Stefan and Damon's relationship was far, far closer. One, because they were all each other had. There wasn't, there weren't any other siblings. Well, I mean, there was, but not really. And they, the only time they were really evil to each other was when they would turn their humanity off. And Elijah's done some, or Klaus has done some really messed up stuff while his humanity has 
still been very intact. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I get it. And Julie Pleck, of course, is very heavily behind the season and this episode. And Joseph Morgan directed this episode. And he did a really good job. I do feel like they were maybe going for something that just reminds us a lot of the Vampire Diaries. But it's not that I didn't like this episode. I did. But I don't want it to have been almost a waste of an entire episode. Yeah, I hope it plays into whatever this the direction of this season's going. Yeah, I absolutely I agree. I just don't want it to be like this cool, that's done. We're gonna go jump into something completely different now. Yeah, and I mean for Klaus to take it that hard when he says I don't want to be part of the family, I don't care, that he just calls Freya and says you know, couldn't find it. He's so heartbroken that he shuns him. And it's just, you know, he doesn't remember. He did research, and anyone that would do research on your family is going to not want to be a yeah. part of it, right? I I thought it was an interesting choice. I think it was a really cool episode, though, for Joseph Morgan to do specifically because he's an actor, and there's so much character work and a lot of character development and just build up. So I think for him it was probably really fun to dig into that, especially with Elijah's character. And... We didn't get anybody else this episode. We literally had essentially three, four characters in the episode. But, of course, we still have to have our fiercest moment of the week. Yes. Cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. Thank you, Beyonce. So Let's see. I love this song. I have one. My fiercest moment of the week was Antoinette when she uh, stabs Klaus with a stake knowing he's an original. Yeah. Might not be smart, but it was fierce. It was very fierce. Um, I don't know if this is a fierce character moment, but I think it was a fierce scene as far as how it was filmed. Mm -hmm. In the scene where um, Elijah has just, like, killed everybody in that little blood club. Oh, yeah. And, like, the pan out of it, that whole thing was just very fierce to me because he's just, like, standing there, like, and there's all these bodies. I was like, this is a cold shot. Yeah. So that's my fierce moment. He looked really sexy and scary. Yeah. And it was, I loved it. (laughs) I completely agree. We also have some news and gossip that I'm going to be frank with you. I'm not that happy about. Yeah, actually... After Buzz TV News. The chat's talking about some news and gossip, too. But okay, okay, cool. We'll start with ours, because yes. they probably know more than I do, but we at least know, this is official, that Phoebe Tonkin is not a series regular this season. Boo! Which makes me very scared and worried. I mean, she hasn't been in the past two episodes, so maybe she's just going to be kidnapped for a long time, and then finally they'll save her. And that's the reason she's not a series regular. I don't know why, schedule-wise or story-wise, if it's just a big story choice that Hope indeed does, in a way, have a hand in her mother's death. I'm not quite sure. But she's not a series regular, and there's not a lot of episodes. So I'm assuming we're only going to be getting her for a couple more episodes. And besides that, it's just going to be everybody else. Does anyone have... uh, any more about that in the chat or any other news and gossip that they wanted to share with the world? Um, I was trying to find the exact comment, but Xavier Jones Jr. in the chat was saying that um, 
what is his name in real life? Um, Damon. Jo- oh, uh, Ian Summerholder. Ian Summerholder got casted um, for a show on Netflix that has to do with Vampire. vampires. So yes. very specific. Um, Staying in his lane. Yeah. You know? I yeah. guess you can appreciate that, right? Yeah, I can't, can't be mad at that. Yeah. What do you think this write-off of Phoebe Tonkin could possibly be? I was trying to think about it because, like, I I follow her on Instagram, and I I haven't really seen her filming anything, but I've seen her doing a lot more in fashion. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, but that doesn't even make sense as to why she would not be a series regular unless she's, like, going to die. Yeah, I just don't think it'd be that hard to keep her on as a series regular for 10 episodes. Yeah. Because you don't need to be in every single episode to be a series regular. That was my next question is what qualifies someone to be a series regular? Like how many, is there a certain amount of episodes you have to be in? Is there a certain amount of like relevancy your character has to have? That's a good question. And guys, sound off in the comments when you watch this. And in the chat, if you like, because it does differ on shows. There'll be people that are made series regular on one television show, yet they're only in, you know, about half of the episodes that season. I'm talking about you, Riverdale. Mm. So I'm not sure, but it it excites me in a way because it means something big is going to happen. And if she's not a series regular, I know this is terrible, but I kind of do want her to die because I just don't want it to be, oh, we're just going to drag it out because, you know, our schedules didn't work. And I want it to be dramatic. If she's really not going to be on the show, then it better be for a dang good reason. Yeah. Well, I do know that other shows have have done the whole so-and-so's not a series regular to make you think something's going to happen to them. And then in the long run, they are a series regular. It's just to, like, get you to question, like... Um, before season four of The Flash came out, they were kind of, like, acting like uh, Candace Patton wasn't going to be a series regular because, like, it had been known that she was, her character was supposedly going to die at some point in the season, mm-hmm. and then it just ended up she was fine. Like, it was just them, like, it, they just, like, allowed rumors to float out so that huh. people could question it. Oh, if that is the case, then shame on you, <laughs> originals. On that note, let's get into some predictions for next week. Oh, man. And now... Your After Buzz TV predictions. Do you want me to start? I'll start. Yeah, I'm like, really good. Okay, so Haley, we're going to find out, I think, some bad stuff about her next week. Maybe not necessarily that she's dead, but she's not doing well. And I do think that the other siblings are going to try to come together to help, but them coming together is just going to make the hollow come out even more. And I think we're going to find out more about Henry's death and kind of go back to where we were last week because this episode was a very self-sustained one week movie in a way and I don't think that Elijah is going to be gone for good you know I think that though his rebirth another question about Jesus um (laughs) so when Jesus came when Jesus came back didn't he save a bunch of people did he save people or no because I'm trying because he came back for a reason. So I'm thinking about if Elijah is reborn, if he is somehow going to be the one to save the day. Yeah. Um, it's been a minute uh, since I... Yeah. I, and I don't really know anything about Judaism either. Um, so I'm just... <laughs> but I think he was only around for like a little bit. Like he went and visited a bunch of people, was around for a little bit, and then like went back into heaven. It was huh. like, peace. 
I'd love to hear your guys' theories about this Elijah-Jesus comparison. Am I crazy or did they just throw it in as a red herring to get people like me to start, you know, to get Jewish people going, wait, what was Easter again? (laughs) Uh, Questioning what happened. But yeah, that's what I think. What about you? Um, It's really hard to like know what the originals or like even the Vampire Diaries when they're on, like where they're going to go with things because they're so good at like completely making up something crazy and you're like I didn't see that coming but I I wonder if and this is completely bonkers but I wonder if somehow the hollow because they keep testing it and they keep getting close to each other if somehow like a piece of it or like an essence of it escaped from somebody and like that's what's in Haley and maybe Haley's like going off the deep end and like not reacting to it well because she's not an original and her body can't handle it so maybe like she is the bad entity right now. Like maybe she is the bad guy. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And I mean, I just I think it's coming for hope. It is. Yeah, hope, hope was scary, and I feel bad for her because she doesn't know how scary she really is. That's what I think. Please let us know what you guys think. Thank you so so much for tuning in. Roxy will be back next week. I think it's going to be about two weeks before we get Tiana. But thank you so much for joining us Thanks this week, for Drew. Having me. Where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, you guys can find me on all the things at OK Drew J. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43 and SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. Rate, review, subscribe tweet us let us know your theories we love love hearing from you and uh myself and roxy we'll see you next week bye guys from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 